Whoa. Your love is like bad medicine. Bad medicine is what I need. Whoa. Shake it up. Just like bad medicine. How do you know bad medicine so well? Doctor, you can care. Because um, it's. Wait. This, okay, I think I know. you're gonna May get I make really. A guess? You're gonna, yeah, guess. Is it from Jay and Silent Bob? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you had me at. Hell no. Hello, and welcome to You Had Me at Hell No. I'm Mel. I'm Allie. And welcome to our podcast where we watch all movies related to romance and ask the question, why we love a genre that hates us. Yep, we watch rom-coms, dramas, erotic thrillers. If romance is central to the plot, we are watching it. This week, we're talking about a very good movie that I had not seen until recently. Um... Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yes, so bitch! Good. Directed by Ang, Ang Lee. This movie it's, is so good. And I, when I watched it, so I got good. why it was such a big deal at the yeah. time. It felt like a title I heard all the time when I, when it, around the time it came out. And I know everybody liked it. It made a lot of money and a lot of adults were talking about it. But I was mm-hmm. also not allowed to watch it. And then I watched it now and was like, why was I not allowed to <laughs> Like, I, nothing truly offensive happens in it. It's it's just it, a lot of sex. But it's not graphic not, though. sex. There's, it's, there's not a lot of sex, though. There's, like, almost none. It feels like there's a lot. Okay, there's a lot of sexual tension. So when the sex but, happens, I'm like, oh. I, I was surprised when the sex happened. Really? Yeah, I was shocked because up to that point, sorry. Okay, I guess we're just jumping in. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Okay. So this, first of all, this is, I I don't know if it's one of my all time favorites, but it's one that I've seen and that I love. And this, this is free free dirt on me, y'all. This is one of the movies yeah. that guaranteed makes me cry every single time. And this is when I knew about it going in. I was like, yeah. oh, this is one of like two movies, no, three that make you cry. I know the other two, but I won't reveal them on this podcast because we you are can. best friends. I'm pretty sure we've that. talked. I mean, we should probably add love story to the list because I cried one tear from <gasps> each eye during that movie. Oh, my God. That movie fucked me up. Um, yeah, I'm still the scarred. The other two. One is Sunshine. Danny Boyle's Sunshine. You've told me that that made you cry. 28 days later. You said sunshine. Did I? Yeah, that's what you told me. Oh, maybe I got them mixed up. No, tw- they're both sad. I think all Danny Boyle, just blanket Danny Boyle. All his shit's super Dan- sad. Okay, so the oeuvre of Danny Boyle makes you cry. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the English Patient. Yes. The English Patient, though, isn't one that's guaranteed to make me cry every time. The reason oh. I cried while watching The English Patient is because I got dumped for the first time. 
and it was on uh, TV. And so I watched it and then convinced myself I was going to die alone in a cave in Africa with a broken leg. Obviously, that hasn't happened yet, but there's still time. Anyway, let's talk like about <laughs> Grouching Tiger and Dragon. Okay, this movie, Michelle Yeoh is... A powerhouse. It, maybe, if not the best, one of the best actresses in the world of all time. She doesn't, at least at the time, didn't really speak Mandarin. She had to learn the script phonetically. Right, because she speaks Cantonese, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, she speaks, um, um, because she's, uh, Malaysian. Oh, she's Malaysian? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. She, and so she learned this fucking phonetically. Can you imagine learning a thing phonetically? With a bunch of other native Chinese speakers. And being able to give this. Oh, yeah, hold on. Oh, yeah. So she does speak, I, she, I believe does speak Cantonese. According to this. Anyway, but uh, anyway, didn't speak Mandarin. Or if she did, it was like a very limited amount. Can you imagine giving this performance on a script where you don't fully know what you're saying? I cannot. Honestly, it's... What? Every... Okay. Every person in this movie is giving a thousand percent. Incredible. Work. Everyone is and so good. So Michelle Yeoh, I would say, is the main Michelle character. Yeo. I and then Chow Yun Fat, hottie, hot, hottie Boombalati. Thank you. Come again. I, I didn't know you were horned up for him. He, I don't even know really why because I don't think I'm. I think I'm just. I think maybe I'm just horned up for Lee Mubai in like a weird way, which isn't his character's name. Like. I just, even with that weird haircut, I'm into it. I'm into it. I get it, but I I did not feel that. But I get it. I was very like he's doing a great job in this. He's he's wonderful at his job. Um, and, and I also him and, and believed him as a romantic lead opposite Michelle Yeoh. Absolutely, uh, they had great chemistry. I, I think I just love Michelle Yeoh so much that no matter what movie she's in, I'm like, I think I believe that this character is in love with Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. And also, they did all of their own stunts, I'm pretty sure. This is, this is, okay, this is a really interesting time in film. I don't know super, super much about it, but what I do know is that this is kind of the the renaissance of the kung fu film is around this time. So we're going from, you know, your, your Bruce Lee's and, you know, movies that China put out in like the eighties and nineties. And we're going to a much more, I'm going to say high level elevated form of Kung Fu movies, because this, this is an action movie and a romance. And, um, it's, I'm trying to, ex- I'm not explaining it well. It's the type of choreographed martial art in film that is so specific. It This type of movie is very specific. And now it's kind of normal. But this was one of the first ones that got international acclaim. It's well, called... Stunt coordinator... It, it's called Wuxia. Wuxia is the yeah. kind of film that it is. Oh, yeah. And it's it's incredible and this it's the same stunt coordinator coordinator who did the matrix and so um it's good shit that's why like you're dealing with that level of 
expertise and skill just in the coordination and then you have these actors who are incredible michelle yo is so i know all i've done is talk about michelle yo i love her i she is amazing she is i've not seen there's not any performance of hers that does not elevate the film that it's in yeah i agree we watched last christmas she was so good in last christmas she was incredible she gave that level to last christmas are you kidding me she's incredible anyway this movie um this okay let's give i'll i'll give a a plot rundown okay can you do a quick quick rundown please? i think i actually can yeah (laughs) i've seen this movie so many times so okay this movie takes place in 19th century Qing Dynasty China. Um, but it's also, like, makes it clear up front, like, this is not any actual specific, like, this is not meant to be historical drama or period drama or really send any, like... No, it's fantasy. It still has an... It's fantasy. Anyway. Continue. And it's based off of a, a novel from the 40s, which is pretty yes. cool. But, yeah. so... Michelle Yeoh plays uh, a woman named Shulian, and she is, uh, she's like the head of a private security company, kind of this world of like gangsters thicker than thieves, honor before dishonor or whatever you call it. I'm not really sure what the creeds of ethical thieves are these days, but anyway, she owns this security company that her dad used to own, so she does private security and right. her best friend slash love interest, Lee Mubai, comes back from this monastery where he's been cha- training uh, as a monk after his military service in Wudan. And mm-hmm. it's this really famous monastery and he's this incredible fighter and he's searching for enlightenment. And they know each other because she was engaged to his best friend, but his best friend died. And so yeah. they never really did anything because they were concerned about other things, but they clearly are in love with each other. And so he comes back from the mountain to her and he has this sword called the Green Destiny. He says, okay, I want to give up my sword. Let me, you know, give it to Sir Tay, who is a his old magistrate, mentor, his old master. Yeah, old mentor, also magistrate, uh, good friends with Shulian. So they both go to Sir Tay. He peels off, and Shulian gives him the Green Destiny sword as a gift. And while she's with Certe, she meets uh, the daughter of Governor Yu, who is played by Zhang Ziyi. Her character's name is Jen, or that's the anglicized version of it, but they just call mm-hmm. her. It sounds the subtitles call her Jen, so I'm going to call her Jen. Yeah. And she, it turns out, is the secret apprentice of Jade Fox who is basically a terrorist who's been posing as Jen's governess. And this is important because Jade Fox murdered Lee Mubai's master because she was his concubine, I think, in Wudan and wanted well, to learn the secrets to be a Wudan warrior, and he wouldn't tell her, so she killed him and he's... stole the book. I don't think it's ever proven that she was specifically, like, his concubine. I think... 
really what happened is she was trying to study underneath them and all that he saw her as good for was to basically to use her for sex and she was like why the and the thing is that i thought was interesting is like i'm kind of on her side in terms of like why can't she be a part of this society why can't she learn this stuff and also yeah, it it's, made me upset she's got a lot like, of wait that means they didn't even teach michelle yo why can't michelle yo learn this stuff it, it just drove me well crazy. that's the interesting thing right because like wudan and the wudan warrior monk people they're built up to be like very on just a total totally other level of fighting because of this enlightenment that they are supposed to have achieved so mm-hmm. it's they have this manual of all the secrets of their fightings of their martial art and jade i understand jade fox like Okay, yeah. Why doesn't she get to learn that? Because she's kind of a badass just from teaching herself from the book. Um, But then on the other hand, you have Michelle Yeoh, who is an incredible fighter, but not part of Wudan just because she grew up around fighting. Because she's yeah, and also in this world, she followed. Sorry, this also because this movie is about whether or not we adhere to certain roles that sort of society has set up for us yes uh and michelle yo didn't train there and takes this and, and is sort of doing this job and doesn't pursue her love for the mubai because of certain codes and certain like honorable um rules she's supposed to follow she's supposed to like behave a certain way with a certain amount of um civility quote-unquote and it's, and yet, like the other women in this movie, don't kind of fight against those things. And something that's interesting is, it's like it, it. I don't think this movie is saying that either way, like one way is better than the other. But I do think it's interesting about. I, I do think it says it, it says something to like when you are sort of denying what you actually want or who you actually are to adhere to some sort of code that you may not believe in that that's not good and i realize that's an oversimplification and i feel like there are better um descriptions or an an analyses uh, with analyses 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 but i get what you're saying i don't think it's i don't think it's oversimplifying it but i think there's a lot that is lost in translation from watching the movie to us talking about it and then because it's a foreign language film there's another layer of being lost in yeah. translation exactly. so oh, i anyway. I'll, right off the bat i would rec- like just jump in the gun here oh if my you want to watch it high 10 out of 10 11 out of 10 would recommend it's streaming on amazon prime for free go watch it not spawn yeah. fuck you jeff bezos but no. really good so anyway, sorry they bring Back to the thing Right, yeah. so they bring the the green destiny to Surte, meet Governor Yu and his daughter Jen. Uh, we learn later that Jen has been the pupil slash acolyte of Jade Fox, but that Jen has actually learned and understood mm-hmm. most of the secrets of the book that Jade Fox stole from Wudong after she killed Mubai's master. So mm-hmm. Jen steals the green destiny sword. So then a big chunk of the movie, you know, embroiled with all these romantic entanglements and tension and, you know, fighting against what your role should be and what you what you want your role to be, which I think was a really good observation, Allie. Among this, 
they're trying to find the sword. And Shulian yeah. figures it out almost immediately. And she also, something I think is amazing is that she's like, we can't just go out and accuse the governor's daughter of stealing this thing that's going to make the governor look bad. It's going to make this place look bad. It's going to make all of us look bad. And so she goes to tea with the governor's wife and Jen and is like very clandestine and very politely and sort of secretly sending messages to Jen about like kind of letting her know in a polite way, like, I know it's you. If you just give the sword back, it's fine. She's like, oh, someone stole the sword. I'm sure if they gave it back, it'd be fine. But like in a very civil, again, adhering to these codes. Um and trying I don't to even follow think this thing. I don't and even I would take it a step further. I don't even necessarily think she's adhering to a code because the men want to go in guns a blazing, so to speak, right? And I think her friendship with Jen is 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 developed quickly and it's constantly tested, but she's also at the same time putting other she all all this character does is put others before herself. Yeah. But she's also because and, she's fulfilling this role of what a woman is supposed to do. Yes, and that's what Jen is fighting against because she's betrothed to someone and doesn't want to marry him, doesn't want to be a good little political wifey, wants to be a fighter and play by her own rules and be a badass with the green destiny, which honestly sounds pretty fucking badass. And so Mubai comes back. There's a Mm -hmm. showdown between him and Jen and Jade Fox. Mm -hmm. And Jen ends up getting away with the sword. Right. And so she goes on the run uh, after her wedding procession because her old flame, Lo, and there's a whole backstory with him. This guy was so hot. Sorry, we will get to it. H-A-W-T-T hot. So, and their back, and this is a flashback. So their backstory is that when her father was transferred to an area, which I'm assuming is the Gobi Desert, um or near mongolia ish uh gorgeous i don't know where but gorgeous desert yeah and uh so lo basically is a leader of a bunch of brigands Mm -hmm. and they attack the royal convoy and he steals this beautiful jade hair clip that jen's mom gives to her and so jen hops on a horse and rides after him and yep. she ends up fighting with him and then they beat each other up and he takes her to his cave and kind of nurses her back to health because she has almost died from exposure in the desert. And then they fall in love. And it is a little bit of a like Stockholm syndrome, like, oh, you're my captor, but also you're hot type of thing. But he also is um, like but caring for her. And he's like- he's being actually very kind to her. Yeah. Like once he realizes that she's a person, he is a lot more kind to her than I think she ever is to him. Yeah. I think Jen is an extremely selfish character. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, she made me mad. But anyway. Oh, she's the worst. She doesn't give up the green destiny. And what's uh, uh, insane is that Limu Bai, he kind of figures out and he offers, he's like, hey, go to Wudan. I will train you. I will appeal to the I guess leaders and I think we should train you yeah you, you got clearly... the secret sauce girl yeah and she's like well fuck you and she, basically she causes a lot of problems 
and it kills and hurts head. a lot of people and causes a lot of deaths. Yeah, and it comes to head where finally, uh, Jade Fox I think is killed, but not before. Uh, yeah. So Limu by, and but but before this, right? Limu by gets the sword back temporarily, and then Jade Fox gets it, or not Jade Fox, um, Jen gets it, but she and Jade Fox have been fighting because it's revealed that she thought Jade Fox was pathetic and learned the secrets when she was super young and just hid it from her the whole time. So Jade Fox is suddenly like, well, fuck you, you're an ungrateful little bitch, and now um, we're still going to work together, but um, I'm going to need to know those secrets and you're going to give me the green destiny. And Jen says no. So she drugs Jen in her cave. I forgot about that. And while she's doing that, everyone's kind of looking for her and they all converge. So Shulian shows up, Mubai shows up, and they have their final showdown with Jade Fox. And they do kill Jade Fox, but not before she gets Mubai with a poison dart. Ah! And, oh my god, this is the part that makes me cry. So Jen finally kind of comes to and she says, oh, I know the antidote for this. So Shulian gives her her horse and her calling card and says, ride as fast as you can back to my place. Get all these ingredients. Come back. Please save him. And so she stays with him as he's dying. Mm -hmm. And okay, I'm going to try and do this without crying. Are you okay? Do you need me to do it? Okay, you can do it. I can. I can do. I can do it. I'm strong. And so. I know they just they they both love each other so much and they never say anything because they were both afraid of what others would think because of their situation Mm -hmm. and because they were both doing other things and now they finally have the opportunity to say it and it's the last thing that Mubai ever says to her that he's been in love with her the whole time Mm -hmm. and that all he's ever wanted was to be with her and that she's the love of his life and then he fucking dies yeah and as he's dying she like kisses him and it's oh my god oh my god it's 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 truly heartbreaking and y'all you know that i hate my feelings i don't like to talk about them i don't like to get mushy this was truly heartbreaking it's so so sad sad. jen comes back too late and um michelle yo's like okay go like basically like live your life do not Basically, it says go be with Lo, who is the um, thief that Jen fell in love the with. The boyfriend. And they said, like, and hey, they Lo. had sent Lo to the Wudong Mountain yeah. to wait for Jen. Yeah. Because Mubai was going to go there with her and train her, but Mubai's dead. So they send her to the mountain to meet up with her boyfriend. Yeah. And uh, she jumps off the mountain. Um,. Yeah. Um, does she it's... survive? We don't know. Um, and that's kind of part of the movie. Okay, so this movie is because it, it technically is a romance, but it has yeah. so much, so many other pieces to it, and like so much. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just. But it's that's not just that's a what romance. I like about it, though, yeah. right? Like, I'm... it's not the be all end all of this movie isn't true love i think it's it's one of the main focuses 
Because you've got two love stories. You've got right. Mubai and Shulian, and then you have Jen and Lo. Mm-hmm. And I think they're very interesting love stories to compare to. Because on the one hand, you have something... And I'm, I think they're actually both equally passionate. They're yeah, just expressed they're just in different ways. Expressed differently and also different... Um, they're kind of sort of flip sides of one another because yeah uh, michelle yo yes. and chayun fat are is it that i'm not sure i think it's chayun fat they're amazing but their love story is kind of about how they're not going to leave or betray or dishonor the roles that they've been assigned in life and they clearly still love each other and they continue to show respect for each other, but also incredible respect for like responsibilities that they have. Um, and they don't really reveal, like we said, they don't really reveal out loud that they love each other until the very end. Whereas both Jen and Lo, their whole dynamic, their whole identities are based in, fuck this, I don't want to do the thing that I'm supposed to do. Like, Lo is like, no, I just, just like, kind of fucked off, became a thief, and has, like, the name Dark Cloud assigned to him. So he just kind of, like, runs around stealing and causing mayhem. And Jen is uh, basically a princess and doesn't want to do that. It's, it, they're both, it, they're two And ends up running around causing mayhem. Causing mayhem. So, really, they're both couples, uh, they're both stories about people who see... Um, sort of reflections of themselves or what they value in another person and that's kind of what drives their love stories and that's really lovely and nice Um, absolutely and yeah and adding on to that too one thing that I Mm -hmm. really love about this movie and the relationships and the love stories is that it's not that they're issuing traditional gender roles because quite frankly i don't even really know what like 19th century Qing dynasty china gender roles were but uh they both see each other as equals yes as human beings i think the only person who doesn't see someone as an equal is jen but that's because she's a spoiled brat Mm -hmm. because lo doesn't treat her like a little wifey Mm -mm. he likes the fact that she knows how to take care of herself and fight. He likes the fact that she's an equal to him. And you get the same with Shulian and Mubai too, because they both have this deep, deep love and respect for one another as people, as friends, as people who are in love and understanding that they each have these, like you said, roles that they have to fulfill. They have responsibilities. And that it, yeah. They yeah. do. And also because culturally, because Shulian was engaged to Mubai's best friend who mm-hmm. died, that it's not appropriate for them to get together. Right. Even though part of me is like, no. Do it. On. You're in I love. Know. And, and I also think it's an interesting comparison, too, with Jade Fox and... Um, Mubai's old master that she killed because yeah. I don't think we know the particulars of the relationship but it seems like she's not treated like an equal no. and she's treated like an inferior being and someone who's only good to be the object of sex yeah. and she fucking kills him yeah 
Which is great. Because they but don't the- respect each other. And then she swears to kill all of the Wudong warriors because she hates those stupid ass men. And honestly, can you blame her? No, we're not, not really. mad at her for that. I mean, we're not we mad at her for that. We are mad at her for, um, like, brainwashing a young girl and murder. But we're not mad at her for wanting to learn the martial arts secrets of the Wudong. Regarding Jane Fox, I don't believe in murder. I do believe in the empowerment of women. Did you just say Jane Fox? No. I said Jane. Are you you sure? (laughs) It sounded like Jane. And introducing Jane Fox. Jane Fox. Hey, everybody, I'm Jane. Hey, bitches, it's me, Jane Fox. I came here to tell all of you that I fucked your boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, bitches, it's me, Jane Fox. I stole your stupid little martial arts book, and now I'm going to kill you. My favorite things are fire, murder, and fucking murder. (laughs) (laughs) And you better be nice to me or else my brainwashed little assistant is going to kick your ass. Oh, sorry. We're doing separate things. You're doing actual Jade Fox and I'm doing a separate character I've created called Jane Fox now. (laughs) Jane Fox is a spy. She has Jane Fox's haircut from Clute. And... (laughs) Clute is... Such a weird She looks start fires. And she's cool. Something I do want to talk about, um, because this movie is called Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which is about, it's based on like a sort of, not proverb, but a sort of phrase. But it's, uh, the idea is it's about kind of being wary of hidden dangers or um, kind of what's under the surface Something you may not recognize as an immediate threat or as an obvious threat. Um, for example, um, and, and this could apply to different things, but part of it is like the betrayal of Jade Fox by Jen. Meaning Jade Fox saw this as just like a little girl she was training and really Jen was learning even more than she was and was kind of taking that knowledge and hiding it from her. Um, Jen seems mm-hmm. like kind of basically a princess, but she's actually a very impressive warrior. Jade Fox seems like the washing woman. She's an impressive warrior. Uh, Michelle Yeoh um, is adhering to all these rules, but underneath she has all these um, feelings and passions that she's repressing. Um, same with um, Lee Mubai. Um, has all of And I think things. the difference yeah. is, too, is that Jade Fox is the only one that at the beginning who doesn't repress her passions. Mm -hmm. She's not hiding it. And she's the villain. Mm -hmm. Even though I would actually argue that Jen's more of the villain. Oh yeah. Jen made me mad. I kept being like, just fucking train with him or do any, just leave everybody alone. Go with your boyfriend to the mountains. Be cool. Now these people are dead. And I'm tired of it. But also, it's a great performance by Zhang Zhi. Incredible. Um, Also, we haven't talked about the action. Oh, what, babe? What, babe? What? 
I okay, I looked it up um, more on what you said about the title. Mm-hmm. So I'm just reading this from Wikipedia. So it says the name Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon is a literal translation of the Chinese idiom because <laughs> I can't read Chinese, which describes a place or situation that is full of unnoticed masters. Oh, It's from a poem from the ancient Chinese poet Yu Xin in the 6th century that reads, <laughs> which means behind the rock in the dark probably hides a tiger and the coiling giant root resembles a crouching dragon. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, but exactly. And that's basically what you said. Yeah, Hidden Master is like, Hidden Master, A, literally a Hidden Master as in Jade, but also Hidden Master as in Jen, and also Hidden Master as in Michelle fucking Yo, Michelle Yo, even though she's the head of security and can fight all these people, she, she's very quiet. She doesn't question anyone when they're like actually we're we're just gonna do it ourselves she's like okay and she can fight with any weapon any weapon she is in i i know i've said this a million times but i'll say it a million more i love michelle yo michelle yo is a true movie star michelle yo is an incredible actress michelle yo is super beautiful michelle yo I love you. I love you. I love you, Michelle Yo. Um, Michelle, if you're listening, we only want the best for you. Mm-hmm. And we are so proud of you. Do, <laughs> can I? You don't need our appro- yeah. you don't need our approval, but we love you so much. Also, also, I'm gonna venture a guess the only reason that Jen even beats Shulian in the fight is because she has the green destiny. Okay. If she didn't have the green destiny, I bet you Shulian would have kicked her ass. Agreed. I would I, because I love action. I want to talk about the action in this because yes. people fly, people fly. It's a fantasy yes. movie, so people when they fight just fly through the air, and it is so. And cool. they're also like fighting on the limbs of bamboo trees. That it's blew crazy. my mind. I was like, how the. F- how did they shoot this? How did they do this? Because I know, I know. And, and here's the thing: lane. you can say like, "Uh, wires." That doesn't explain it. And I want to know how. <laughs> I want to you know what this is. You know what it felt like? It felt like that scene in, um, it's like Kermit the Frog riding a bike, riding a bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do they do it? I kind of know that one, but I I don't want to reveal it, and I feel like it's fun to find out for your own. But it's it's one of those where you're like. I think I get how they did it, but even then you're like, I don't know that I could fully explain it. It's just, this movie mm-hmm. is shot so well. The action, A, looks so cool, but you also, at that point, do care about the characters enough or care, are invested enough in the story that you are interested in what's happening. But this movie also doesn't hold your hand. It doesn't waste time being like this person is this person and they know each other from this and the reason that this happens is because like you're able to follow the rules without it being like da 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 like come on baby let me hold yes, your hand and walk you through much. this thing it's like no you could figure it out it, it yeah just watch it the is movie. a movie that you have to pay attention to mm-hmm. not only because of the subtitles but because it doesn't hold your hand mm-hmm. But it's worth it. It like if there's ever a movie for you to watch without scrolling on your phone, this is I, it. And, 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 and you never feel 
there's not any point where you want to look at your phone. You're just like, holy shit. Not one, not one moment of boredom. It looks, nope. and it looks so good. And the performances are so good. And honestly, if I wouldn't be able to tell that this was made 20 years ago. I was, it's him. 22 years it ago. It looks amazing. And it's so good. But yeah. yeah like, well, I think most of the effects were practical. Most of it. Yeah. It's. Which it's is just, why, which is why it holds it's up. It's one of those where you can tell. I, I know there's that saying, and I, I do think it's true of like the same amount of effort goes into a bad movie as a good movie. Um, but I will say sometimes you do not always see the care on the screen or in the frame or in the performances. Mm -hmm. And in this one, it's evident, not in a way where it's like, look how hard we're working. It's one of those where you notice because you're like, wait, this is amazing. Nothing feels, no part of it feels lazy. No part of it feels. It's it's detailed. Uh, yes. It's crisp. No stone was left unturned. Exactly. It just it's. Only is just so good at his job. He's just amazing. Yeah. He. Yeah. He's an Oscar winner for a reason because he's incredibly gifted. He also directed another movie we're probably going to do on this podcast uh, that makes me cry, uh, called Brokeback Mountain. Have you seen that? <sighs> Movie. Oh, I've seen, I've seen Brokeback Ooh, Mountain. Christ. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Oh boy. Um. But I just this movie is so good. And oh, sorry, but again about the action. We should, we know Michelle Yeoh is an incredible action star. She is phenomenal. Uh, Chayanne Fat is also so. Like something I loved is that all the action flows together so well but it also makes sense for the characters um kind of the mm -hmm. way they move makes sense um it it doesn't feel um like well we're all doing this because this is just how people fight like it, it you can tell the way specific characters fight makes sense for them within the story Mm -hmm. If that makes sense, yeah, it it just it looks yeah, so and good. what's also what's also really I think cool and lovely to watch about these kinds of films, specifically like I'm gonna call it elevated wuxia. Okay. Um, and it's I'm referring specifically to films that are like this. Okay. Um, so not just like fun fighting movies or really good martial arts movies, but like high, I'm going to call this like high fantasy epic action romance. Got it. Okay. Right. That's what I mean when I say elevated wuxia. Um, but it's, <laughs> what were we talking about? I forgot. The characters oh, no. make sense. Thank you. Uh, 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 okay, I remembered it now. Wow, I gotta sleep more. Um, my brain is rotting from the inside. Okay, so what I was gonna say is, what's so cool about watching the martial arts is that they actually have a martial art. Yes. Like, we don't have that in America. We don't have a cultural fighting style that is known and taught and revered the way 
different kinds of martial arts are specifically in these kinds of films. So these, I mean, my understanding of most martial arts is that you are using the weight of the other person against them. And it ends up being this very almost beautiful dance. And that's what I felt like the film was. That's why the action was so enjoyable because, and you said it was choreographed by the same guy, stunt coordinator who did the matrix. And that's very evident because the matrix has the same exact feel. It's, it's a very calculated, I think dance. And it's honestly very beautiful to watch. Emphasis on the art, martial arts. It's, beautiful it's smooth it's deliberate it's uh it just it it looks great on camera it's also there's something um to the way a lot of uh, something i thought was nice was you can see what's happening in this movie like a common complaint that i'm sure melisard may have of different action movies particularly made now are you can you can't see anything you can't why is it so fucking dark and why is the camera cutting away right as something is being hit and why are we what is with these cuts what is with these fucking angles i don't i want to know what's happening people put so much work into this i want to yeah i want to see it sorry i need to calm down no i don't no i know i'm pissed no you don't I need to calm you don't down. have to I'm calm upset. down because I, it's it looks better, it's more interesting, and yeah, it probably might take a little more time or cost a little more or whatever, and now we're trying to always, like, cut whatever. But, like, how can we sell this? How can we make this into a, basically a product that, um, and, and we're losing a lot. Anyway, I, I was going to go on another tangent, but we don't have time. But it's the commercial. I mean, the commodification of a lot of. I think what I commodification of art. Film is art, but it is it's art, and this film is such a good example of that. Yes, and what and you are right. So you should be angry because it's gross. The action scenes are. You can see what's happening. I can tell who's who. I can tell what's going on. I can tell why things are happening. I have an understanding of how we get from this point to this point to this point. I'm not getting dizzy from the camera work either. Yeah, there's not. It, it it looks good. It's yeah, just the care that's put into it is really and 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 like the clever. It's clever. It's bit. It's just um. It's just nice to see when I can see what's happening in an action scene. Like, a, oh, this is an entirely different movie, but one where I was like, how did they film this? Um, the bathhouse scene in Eastern Promises. I, which did have to cover my eyes a little bit. I was, like, watching it through my fingers. How did they find it? Like, you can't hide anything in that shot. No. No, you can't. That's a different movie. Not for this podcast. I think this may be the second or third time since we've started back up that you have brought up Eastern Promises. It's so Promises. good, and Melanie. I don't hate it. It's so good. I don't have hate it. it. Vigo Morton, Vigo Mortensen, Aragorn, son of Arathorn, mm-hmm. King of Men, is in that yeah, movie, have you seen it? and I'm down. I'm down mm-hmm. for it. There's a um, Naomi Watts is also in it, and also 
<laughs> oh no. <laughs> what is this devious giggle? I'm scared. I'm not gonna, I'm, I will not do it. But Vincent Cassell is also in it. <laughs> okay, okay. We're moving okay, on, moving okay, on. Okay. We're moving on. No, no, no. Listeners, I have to tell you. The I get I get a voice memo from Allie the other day. And honestly, I it doesn't make me mad at all. I think it's I think it's the funniest shit in the world. I get a voice memo from her and it's just her Vincent Cassell impression, but just from this one specific part of Black Swan, when when he goes, "Would you fuck that girl?" <laughs> it's so it's stupid. So, I love it. It's so dumb. I, I'm blessed, Melanie, and also all like mainly Melanie. Honestly, is the main one I said this to. But it's just, dip it. Can I ask you a question? Honestly, would you fuck that girl? <laughs> no. <laughs> No one would. <laughs> <laughs> At the and the thing is, is that that part of the movie is so heartbreaking. Mean. Oh, it, it's painful. And, it hurts. And when and this impression is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. <laughs> like, why? Why is it so funny? I don't know why it makes me laugh so hard. Because I I don't know. I think it's just because it's Vincent Cassell, and I I think it might be the French it's, accent. It's also that my impression is not good. <laughs> I mean, neither is mine. I, I, I do have an impression of Vincent Cassell and Eastern Promises. It's just one word. Okay, I'm ready. Right. Oh, no. Baba! That's it. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry to derail this. We're talking about an incredible movie, and I'm just talking about a different, also incredible movie. If you want us to talk about Eastern okay. Promises on the but... pod, hit us up. It's not a romance, but it's good. <laughs> it's definitely not a romance uh but on that note i think we should move on um to some important questions (laughs) would you recommend oh my god yes i it's so good it really it's it it is such a good ending it's acted so well it's shot so beautifully it's so good it's um incredibly watchable and also fulfilling it doesn't feel like um it's not wasted time anyway yeah yeah i 100% agree um do you think it was romantic oh my god yeah i obviously i i like i hurt for michelle yo like it was just like oh michelle you deserve to be loved it's okay michelle um the whole time you just want them to kiss and then their first kiss is his last Oh, breath. my God. <sighs> it's heartbreaking. Also, yeah, anyway, it is. It's romantic. Cut my life into pieces. This is my... I'm trying to think of what, of what a play on Last Resort that I could do. <clears throat> um... Cut my life into pieces. This is my special sword. Suffocation. No breathing. This is my special sword. That's pretty good, Ben. That's really good. I liked that. Thank I you. That. All I could think of um these are my homemade jorts from that oh, TikTok, God. but we brought it back. Um okay, so we would recommend we think it's romantic. 
I'm gonna go out on a limb and say we both think this, this movie a sexy was sexy, movie. especially the part where they're in the cave. I know, even though it's very like Stockholm syndrome, no. it's still Ooh, that was hot, hot as shit. That was hot. Yeah, he's hot. She's hot. They're hot. It was hot. Don't watch this with your parents or with your no. children. <laughs> I watched it with my friends. I was like, this is part of the movie. Oh my god! It's like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> is this allowed? allowed? What the fuck? Um, I do. We don't need Paul Giamatti unless we love Giamatti's Not a. Oh, I don't, I, I would Paul Giamatti. What, this. How, who would he be, Melanie? <laughs> Jade Fox. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to take a role away from an older Asian woman and give it to a white American man? I just think it would be funny if Paul Giamatti was Jade Fox. Can you imagine Paul Giamatti speaking Mandarin and doing karate? I think he'd give up halfway through and just be like, ah, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Hence the funny. But I wouldn't actually no. want to change anything. No, about this I wouldn't movie. change anything. I don't think I would want to geomodify this. Um, should we do fuck Mary Kill? Always. Are fucked and they don't get married, but they do kill. Mm-hmm. I think we should. Um, let's do. Do you want to do the main three? Of Limu Bai. Yeah. Yeah, let's do Lee Mubai, Shulian, and mm-hmm. Jen. I would marry Michelle Yeoh. I just, I love her. I love her. Yeah. Well, we're talking about their characters. I would, well, I actors. would marry her too. Shulian. Okay, sorry. okay, okay, okay. Just, I feel like she is a very <laughs> good partner. She's very supportive. Um, I would be happy mm-hmm. to let her and... um. Look, because of all this shit she pulls, I kind of want to kill Jen. However. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Allie, you cannot get around this. I'm not trying to get around it. I'm just letting you know I'm being transparent and being vulnerable. And letting you know. getting vulnerable on the pod. I'm letting you know. But I know, technically my answer is that I would make love with Jillian giant fast character with Mumbai, and I would kill Jen because I'm tired of her bullshit however also unfortunately Jen's hot Jen's Jen is hot. hot and she's like yeah. a bitch but we're, we gotta kill we're gonna kill I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna kill her I don't like this is all all this shit happens because of her bullshit so we're gonna kill her and um yeah, she's hot. She's I, she's Zhang Zhi is amazing in this movie, incredible in this movie. Yeah, we're gonna kill her. Sorry, she's also really really good in House of Flying Daggers. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's another romance, but we'll have. I think we should do it another time. It's really mm. good, very different yeah. from this. Um. Okay, mine. <sighs> Yeah, here's the thing. Uh, I feel like your answer is the play because because Jen sucks mm-hmm. ass. So kill Jen, 
marry Shulian because she's a homie. She's solid also. And yeah, and fuck Lee Mubai. The only thing I'm nervous about having sex with him because I feel like he's like a virgin dork. Well, yeah, probably. And that's and that's a lot of, and that's a lot of pressure for me that I don't know. I don't know if I want to take Here's his virginity because I feel like it would not be enjoyable for both we, of us. Okay. That's valid. And that's not an angle that I thought about. But I think because he's very enlightened, he I feel like he's on another plane and is willing to like have it be something where maybe we make mistakes or missteps or are working to I think he would probably see it as just another way to communicate or an effective tool or movement hmm. in through life and a valid experience of being a person. I'm I'm putting a lot on this. But yeah, I was going to say this is no shade. He seems very chill. Yeah, this is no shade to anyone who's a virgin cuz honestly like do whatever you want. Bad. I don't care. Like, virginity is a made-up construct to control people's sexuality. Just don't even worry about it. But that being said, he does seem like a dorky virgin. And I don't hate that, but I've outgrown that phase of my life. Yeah, I... Actually, you know, now that I say that, I, you know what? I'd probably kill Lee Mubai and I would fuck Jen because she's probably uh, Tom. We saw her in that cave. We saw her in that cave. We did see her in that cave, yeah. <laughs> so stupid. And if and if I were attracted to women, I would be into it. I'd be fine with it. So there you go. She's not even really. She's not really uh, my type. Just because I don't necess- I don't always like people who are kind of mean, and also she's very petite. Very petite. Um, but she's lovely. But she's real. But she could. She could snap me oh, like she, a twig. She'd break you know all what my I mean? bones and drown me. <laughs> she would break all my bones. My tubes. Truly, all of it. Break all my bones. Break. Drown me. I'd be dead. She would. She had no problem murdering me. She would break all my bones and then slap me in the face. Yeah, that was. The, that would be the final. And I would say thank you. I wouldn't say thank you. I'd be like, hey. <laughs> hey! Wait a minute! <laughs> what are you slapping me for? What are you slapping me for? Hey! What are you doing? You got the sword. What the heck? <laughs> She's very beautiful. Anyway, yeah, you're so mean. Uh, God, I was gonna help God. you. I was already helping you. You didn't have to hit me. Let's talk for a second, Jen. Jen! <laughs> Let's talk this out! God! <laughs> um, I loved this movie. When, like, I also loved this I, movie. I just... Michelle... Um, it was fun to watch and it was it fun was. to talk about. I... Um, I just think Michelle Yeoh is great. And I believe we need to watch more romance with Michelle Yeoh. Like, I, I, I know I said this earlier. Uh, anyone who is listening, drinking game, drink anytime Allie says that she loves You'll Michelle Yeoh. Ripped. Anyway, this is the end of the episode. You'll you'll die. Actually, I can't condone that. Don't you'll do it because you'll die and we don't Look, want you to you die. if you haven't died or you don't want to die, but you enjoyed this podcast, give us a five-star review. 
on nice. Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star <laughs> review. Let us know. Or if you have thoughts, feedback, you can email us at hellnocast at gmail.com. You could also send us a tweet. We're rarely on Twitter, but that's at hellnocast. Or probably the best way to get a hold of us, Instagram at hellnocast. Um, In our DMs. Hit us up on the DM. It is great. We respond. We say, oh my gosh, thank you so much. We also have lots of memes that someone really cool makes. It's me. I make. I do all the memes. Um, <laughs> Allie does make the memes. I will. I do the editing. Allie makes out. the memes, and I think it's a pretty. We're we're chugging along, doing great. But yeah, we would love to hear from you. So reach out to us on the social meds. Share the share the pod with your friends. Guaranteed, if something made you laugh, it'll make your friends laugh. That's how you. That's how. That's how the world works. Just share a little positivity in your day um or don't whatever you want uh but that's gonna do it for crouching tiger hidden dragon so tune in for our next episode we will be discussing but i'm a cheerleader yeah and and as you've probably noticed we are posting on a somewhat elongated schedule so check our instagram for some more information about our posting schedule But tune in next time. We post on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and we have everything available on our website. But thank you so much for joining us, and it was a a genuine pleasure talking about this movie today. I had a good time. Well, I've been Allie. And I have been Mel. Love you. Bye. Bye. You Had Me at Hell No was recorded remotely in front of our pets Roscoe and Benny. Allie and I would like to thank Bella Vanek and Lucille Petty for our theme song. Thank you, Bella and Lucille. And we'd also like to thank all of you for taking the time to listen today. Bye-bye.